0: Hello, this is Doug McPherson from size 10 and a half, welcoming you to the latest edition of this run of the Coffee Cast. And I'm really glad to say that we've been joined again by somebody who's been on before, which is John Andrews. John, how are you?
1: Yeah, very good. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for inviting me back on.
0: And as we were just talking about off air, you've got a new job. So why don't you tell everybody what you're doing now, as opposed to what you were doing last time we spoke?
1: Yeah, well, I've uh, since we last spoke, I've been promoted to the head of corporate for uh, JMW in in London, so uh, more responsibility
0: uh, and a challenge. I'm looking forward to, and part of that challenge, obviously, bringing in some new clients.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. I think that's what we're going to talk about today and how to. Uh, how to use LinkedIn to do that, I think.
0: Absolutely. So last time we talked about LinkedIn, meeting people, getting those conversations up and running. So what I wanted to do was take that one stage further and actually look at how you turn those virtual connections into real-life 3D in-the-flesh connections.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think probably the first thing I'd say is, is that I, I try not to use LinkedIn as, as an aggressive is this generator I, I think for me the way it works best is to kind of incubate relationships for what yes. is a better expression really um, so you know I, I will connect with people that that i find that i find interesting um, uh, it might be like i've gone through their feed or something's been sent through to me and, and it hooks me in uh, and that might be a combination of it might be a, a, a business connection so they might have posted something that to me from a legal point of view is interesting but it might also be something social um, that, that actually catches my eye and, and you then look at it you then dig around to that person's profile and think you know what there's somebody worth, worth linking up with and, and, and knowing so that's the way I approach it so I think when people link up with me um I, I adopt the same the same approach. It's not it's not strict business transaction. I'm not looking to make every connection with a view to doing work. Yes. What what I'm really hoping is is that through the connections that I make, um I, and through what I put onto my onto my LinkedIn profile, what they put in, you build up a synergy. Um, and the, the idea being that hopefully they get to know you both as a business person and a little bit socially. Um And I think, well, maybe that's somebody I'd like to do business with and and really foster it from there.
0: So in terms of the fostering, when do you make that all-important move to try and get a coffee, to try and get a beer with them, to, like I say, to turn it from virtual into real life face-to-face?
1: Yeah, in terms of doing that... um, generally speaking it, it tends not to be me approaching them yeah because of na- because of the nature of the work that i do so I, i'm a transactional corporate lawyer it, it's a fairly fairly niche business offering that that, that we have so unless yeah. you're looking to to buy a business or sell a business it's quite hard for me to identify from what people are putting on their linkedin profiles whether or not they're going to need that service so so generally speaking it's people contacting me through the profile saying, look, we've we've seen your profile. We've listened to your podcast, for example. Yeah. And we've got requirement and we'd like to find out a bit more about what you do and and how you do it and whether you can help us. Um, What I don't do is is tend not to go out to people and say, Oh, thanks for connecting up with me. Um, This is what, this is what we can offer you. Occasionally, if I see that it's somebody who's in, uh, working in, in in my sector so they might be a business broker for example um or private equity investor in those circumstances um, if they've connected up with me rather than me connecting like, up with them i would i'll drop them a the line to say you know thanks very much for making the connection i've seen i've seen what you do um, very happy to you know meet up with you either virtually or in person just to get to know you a little bit better and see how we can work together um, when I'm making that approach, I, I try to do it from, from the point of view that when I when people have linked up with me, the one thing that really, really gets on my nerves is when immediately you get an aggressive hard sell email come into your inbox. Because the first thing I'll do with that is delete it. I think that well, that's the last
0: piece of interaction I'm gonna have. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. And I actually put something that was perhaps uh, arguably worded more strongly than it should have been on linkedin within the last couple of weeks saying exactly the same thing why are people saying i found you you look interesting let's connect and then you get this cut and paste email about three seconds later saying bye, buy exactly must talk yeah
1: I- exactly that and then what will happen is the latest thing seems to be y-
0: you don't answer
1: it you delete it and then, uh, you know, a few days later, I say, oh, not sure if I got my, you know, my previous message, just checking. Yeah, I definitely got it. And I deleted it.
0: <laughs> I just remove the connection and hope they take the hint that they've gone from first to second for well, sending no, that. No. Because to me, that's not yeah. social media. That's just broadcast media.
1: Yeah, e- e- exactly right. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hard salesman, What, 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 what I like to do and, and the way that, I've built my practice over the years has been to foster relationships, and and that may and that may mean giving time to people that is totally unrelated to any particular deal or transaction they've got. You know th- that they might have a, a hobby that you're interested in and you interact with that on LinkedIn. So, for example, I, I post a lot about the golf that I, that I play yes. on, on LinkedIn. Um, I, I was down in Dorset last week. I just posted a picture of a nice hole that I was playing on the course. And the, the the interaction I get from that, you know, I probably got five or six thousand views on that. You get ten or fifteen comments, and these are people that I may only know through LinkedIn. Yes, say, "Oh, great course I played there before," but it just builds that that personal connection, and, and they get to gets to know a bit about you. And it's not just a hard business sell. Again, the social so far, side. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there, there is a balance. Every now and again, I'll post something work-related that I think is interesting or, or worth reading about. But you'll find, or I find anyway, that the the business-related stuff I post tends to get a less less of a reaction and less views than, than the other stuff that, that you might post that that is. Um, it, it's, it's not. I'm not talking about sort of personal stuff that's on a Facebook level but, you know, general social things that people have got an interest
0: in. Absolutely, because, you know, you need to have that mutual interest, that personal connection to want to have a conversation, I think. But like you say, don't go too far because there has been a little yeah. bit of Facebookification over lockdown, perhaps predictably.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's right. And, that, and you know, it, it's not a Facebook medium. It's no. At the end of the day, it's, it's a business medium. And I think that, I joined LinkedIn when it very first started up in the real early days, and it was just, it took a long time to, to get going. And I think once Microsoft took took it over, it became a proper business tool to, to use, yes. and an effective tool as well.
0: Um, so the other thing that you've just sort of touched on um, a couple of minutes ago, John, was the fact that it is very difficult to find out, in your case, who's buying or selling a business um so that kind of targeting you know business development must be about clients must be about winning new business but what you said and i don't want to put words in your mouth was but when it comes to somebody in the same industry a potential referrer a potential introducer just somebody who's fairly well connected that you should probably know better yeah. you you find that easier to move to the coffee the beer the face-to-face meeting yeah
1: Absolutely, because there is a there's a purpose in in us meeting, yes. and interacting, and getting to know a bit more about each other. So, so in those circumstances, uh, I'll put out the invitation for you know it might it might be a Zoom invitation to say to say to look, let's have a chat virtually and just see whether it's worthwhile us meeting up. Yeah, more um, m- more often now um, it is moving to meeting up face to face, particularly. Um, you know, if they're local and, and, and they've got a reason to be in, in London, for example, um, and, and having that face to face interactions, you know, it's really important. I've, you can get so much over Zoom, but there's nothing that replaces sitting down with somebody and and, and getting a feel for what they are like as, as a person. And I think a lot of business is, is done by people working with people that they like to work with. Yes. I think certainly for me. Um, within a period of time that person i've met with will know whether i'm somebody they can work with whether i'm the personality that they like for their clients or whether i'm not but it's better to know that rather than speculate about it i guess
0: well you know the reason i asked you that question was clumsily machiavellian because that's exactly the answer that i wanted it's that thinking more laterally It doesn't all have to be about targeted new client acquisition. For me, the definition of networking is who you know within your area. And if you get on with them, that's when the introductions come. That's when the invitations come. Like you say, to go and play golf in Dorset, well, if two of the four ball you've never met before, but you're in the same industry, that's extending your reach into the places where you are going to win new clients.
1: Yeah exactly right and you know I've been I've been a lawyer for 30 years now um, and, and most of my work comes through um, word of mouth or, or introductions from, from people that I know and whether that's people that I know through LinkedIn um, or people that you know I play golf with that, that I've met during my career but keeping that network and maintaining that network it, it's important and one of the problems nowadays is, is we're all busy. So actually, you know, getting in touch with those people on, on a regular basis is difficult, but w- one medium to do it by and one medium to keep reaching out to them. So, so just to remind that you're still here. You're still active. Is, is through something like LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great medium for doing that.
0: Well, we'll come back to that um, because that's something I want to look at in a little bit more detail, but having violently read on the fact that you shouldn't be sending cut and paste heavy sales messages within seconds of connecting. Hallelujah, brother. Um, yeah. And that, uh, you know, perhaps on the referrer, sector contact, general business contact side, moving to the coffees probably easier than doing any sort of heavy duty client targeting. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to somebody who's perhaps just starting to get there? feet wet doing this kind of stuff and maybe doesn't have that confidence maybe thinks they're being a bit too forward a bit too stalkerish by you know identifying somebody that could be a potential referrer and moving into the coffee
1: yeah i, I, I think the way to do it i, I guess is, is just to it's just to be subtle about about what you want to achieve so yeah. it, if you're start, if you're starting out on linkedin and you're looking to build your connections i think the most important thing is don't accept connections from everybody who who invites you to connect have a have a look at who they are what their profile is and and whether you've got something to offer to them and whether they've got something to possibly offer to you just there's a real tendency just to accept every invitation that that you receive and if you do that you're not going to have the connections and get the referrals that, that, that that you want to have so being selective, I think, in, in, in who you connect with, who you accept connections from is is important. Once you've done that, I, I think it's a case of building your profile by by posting a mixture of, of business and uh, non-business posts. So people get to know you as a person and also get to understand what, what you do as a, as a profession or as a job. Uh, and then from that, then perhaps move into, if you notice that people are interacting with your posts and they're commenting on them, yes. Respond, responding to those comments is important. Even if you're just liking those comments, if somebody's taken the time to, to look at your profile and uh, and make a comment, then interact back with them. I think that that, that interaction on, on the front page, if you like, of LinkedIn, can then lead into, into a forum for your direct messages and, and communications on that, really.
0: And I think you've, well, that's gone quite a long way to answering the, the next question. And you've also chucked some other pearls of wisdom in there that, that go into it. But you did say LinkedIn provides a really good way of staying in contact because we're all busy, but there is that demand for regular contact. I'm guessing you're just going to say it is that mix of personal and professional and, you know, the willingness to interact with you, what your connections are putting through.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it is. It's, and um, I think when we spoke last time, actually, that there's also a real balance as to how much content you, you post. Yes. Um, because what I find is, if, if some of my connections post stuff every day, um, I, I, t- I tend not to look at it. I'll, I'll, I'll gloss past it because after a while you become saturated with it you you, you do and you think oh they post the game they post the game like for example a good example is even doing podcasts like this when linkedin first started out it was quite rare for people to to film videos and paste them now lots of people do them and if they're from people that i've not seen before or or rarely post things like that i'm interested i'm hooked in and i'll look at it if, but some people do those every day yes and and after a while you just think oh, i'm not gonna look at that again i'm not yeah you know, what, what more have they got to mm-hmm. say to me today really i know it sounds a bit harsh <laughs> so i actually think posting posting regularly or but but, but not every day and posting is something that is worth looking at it's, it's important otherwise you risk you risk that people just think, oh, not again, not again. I'm not, I'm not going to have a look at that profile. And, and getting people to look at your profile, I think, is, is, is the key to it, really.
0: And just mixing it up. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. You know, you've, you've mentioned posting a photo of the fairway, wherever it was, um, but also commenting on some other stuff. And the other conversation we're having a lot internally at, at size 10.5 boots is is there a difference between posting a link to a blog on your site or actually just writing the blog in LinkedIn? Because, you know, you can get very, very mixed numbers, likes and shares and interactions and that kind of thing. Because yeah. arguably people find it easier just to read your blog there and then without having to click the link.
1: I I, you know what, I, I think that's right. And I, I, I don't post many blogs. I should, I should post more, actually. Um, but I think you're right. I think if you do it, rather than cut and paste, I think actually putting it in LinkedIn is, is, is directly, yeah. it's probably a better route to do it. But as you say, the mixing up is important. So, you know, you guys very kindly asked me to uh, be your guest DJ last week on, on your Friday <laughs> on my mind. Hi, Doug. Sorry, I don't know what happened we go. there. The, the joy
0: joys. Is- the joys of virtual communication sorry you were saying you were <laughs> yeah,
1: saying. yeah. So, so i was saying you you me to a guest DJ on your friday Mind list and, and i really enjoyed doing that um b that playlist brings me you know on, on a thursday i genuinely look forward to seeing who, who who's actually doing the playlist this week and and, and what they put on there so there are, there are people that you guys are connected with that i'm not that I have now become connected with and, and, and we communicate and we comment on each, other's, um, on each other's playlists. So that, for me, I think it's, I know it's something like you guys started in lockdown, but that's a genius way of bringing people back to your profile every week. And, it's, again, something it's, different having it's-, that,
0: and it's having that stuff in common that's perhaps, yeah. you know, a little bit less po-faced and, a, and, to use your word, a bit more personal.
1: Yeah, and you know, some playlist I, I did this week was sort of, um, you know, memories of being a kid in the seventies. And one one of your connections posted a really heartfelt message about what that music brought back to him, and you know, it was great to read that. It made the effort of doing the playlist oh, well worthwhile, well worthwhile. And but but that kind of interaction is, is important.
0: Yes, absolutely, and just sort of. To wrap up, again, on that personal side, so you've met somebody online, for want of a better phrase, Um, not that I want to go into Tinder territory, but you've met somebody online, (laughs) you have thought, you know what, there's probably value here in meeting up for a coffee and having a bit of a chat. Yeah. Because you do need to break the ice, do you find the more personal details on a LinkedIn profile helpful just to get that conversation up and running? Just just to help you find that common ground when you sit down with a stranger for the first time?
1: Yeah, well, I think obviously the information you're going to pick up from the profile should be, you know, their, their, their professional background essentially. So that's the information that you're looking for. But but it's useful to see where people have worked, how long they work there for, for example, you know, what what duties and responsibilities they've got um, uh, and then the so, so the business side of it is is the hooking in terms yes. of you know when somebody wants to connect with you or, or you want to connect with them and then the and then the social side of it i guess follows on once you've made that connection because obviously they're then a the first connection they get to see what you're up to you get to see what, what they're up to um, the one thing i have noticed actually since since microsoft took over linkedin is that Whereas before you would get notification of everybody that you were linked to coming up in your on, on your uh, notifications at, yeah. every day, I think they must have some kind of algorithm now. So some people drop off your radar if they're not regularly posting things that you that you look at, for example. So I, I do think it's worthwhile every now and again revisiting your uh, your contacts list and then. Just going back to their profiles and looking back at their profiles because I think that then prompts um, more notifications to you as to what they're up to.
0: Absolutely, John. As always, a pleasure and thanks ever so much for taking time out, which I know is a it's a busy diary for you at the moment. So I really appreciate you taking the time, not just to compile your playlist, although that will <laughs> be my accompaniment for this afternoon as I work through some <laughs> barrister profiles um but just just for coming and talking to us because it, it's it's easy for bernard and i to sit and tell people what we think they should be doing but it's so much more valuable when it's actually someone in their profession giving them some proven practical advice
1: yeah no well, it's, it's a pleasure thanks though for inviting me back anyway
0: and uh can we get you back again absolutely yeah absolutely i'd love to do it right well let's see if we can make up a reason john thanks ever so much Bye. again. Cheers thanks Doug. That's it from this edition of the Coffee Cast and just a quick reminder that if there's anything that you'd like us to cover in up and coming editions or if you'd like to put yourself through the torture test that John just had and actually take the hot seat to become a guest on the Coffee Cast then please send me an email at douglas at ten and a half all in letters dot co dot uk but if you'd like to help yourself to our treasure trove of Tips, tricks, white papers, and all sorts of other BD and marketing advice. Please just go to tenandahalf.co.uk forward slash resources and help yourself. But until the next time, thanks very much. Cheerio.